This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? Thanks to your Okay, and because it's not a supercar. It is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It's Tuesday night here on 98.9 Northwest FM. It's me, Maddie J, in studio with the one and only Alan Beep, or Alan Deep Singh, as we know him, and uh, Mr. Edward Bunting. How are you, gentlemen? Hello, Matthew. I'm very good, thank you. And hello, Alan Beep. Hello, Mr. Bunting. How are you? I'm good, and I'm hoping that tonight is the start of a new chapter because... We had the NBN connected to the house. So, hopefully, my internet is better than it used to be. You know what's weird, Ed? You you, you live in, let's say, a a higher end suburb to us us northerners. Mm. And uh, yet, he's just getting NBN now. And and we were like one of the first people to get it. Like, I I think it was available. I think it was just a case of being lazy and not doing anything about it. That's, I think, the primary cause because I believe. Most areas in Victoria have already been covered by NBN. Different sorts of NBN, of course. Um, A key variable in it all is people seem to see a router as like this thing you put in the cupboard and you hide away. (laughs) And realistically, if you want good coverage all over your house, you need to do a few things to ensure that good coverage all over your house, which people don't do. And then they complain that the NBN is bad when it's actually there, we'll say, positioning of the router is bad well the router is actually downstairs in a bedroom because that's kind of where it had to go from the outside box uh, initially so it's probably as far from me as it can be now but i dare say this is better better internet than we've had before it is yeah. uh, there's no uh, 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 yeah, exactly. uh, am, I, am i back yeah and i think it's going to help me win more quizzes because the delay was costing me points. Here we go. Here we go. The quiz today is being run by yours truly. Oh. I'd love to see about that. No, I don't like it. Oh. But he's going to be. Oh, Scott and Matt, I don't like this. It's going to be a special extra crispy quiz. Oh, oh. You'll have to be the count. Five quiz, please. There is a number of both. Matt's got an advantage because he can key in first. Yeah, true. Let me count. Hey, on the topic of quizzes, just briefly, Matty uh, and uh, and Scott and Alan, I was watching Hard Quiz the other night. Well, I wasn't watching it. A friend texted me and said, "There's a guy on Hard Quiz, and his special topic is the Mazda MX-5." Well, really? So I flicked on the ABC, and uh, I got all the questions right, all except one. I think they asked him on the MX-5, like five questions, and um, I should try and remember them and put them in a quiz for one day. But it was it's quite funny. That was his topic. Can you can you send that to me? That's hilarious. I actually want to. Right. I'll uh I'll try and find a clip of it. And we are also joined as, as well by by uh, one Scotty Doe Johnson. How are you, Scott? I'm doing quite well. How are we all? Good, mate. Have you got the NBN where you are? Yeah, got it. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, cool, cool. That's all right. Uh, There's a slide. It'll be better. It'll be better in the um. Is there a bit of a lag? Yeah, I reckon uh, my NBN's better than your NBN now, Scott. <laughs> Maybe I should just use my phone. 
<laughs> That's like what I'm running used, on 5G. I used, <laughs> I used to do that a lot on my phone, like hotspot to the damn thing. No, very good. Uh, I mean, it, it isn't uh, internet talks. It's it's car talk tonight. How are you, gents? Let's get into some updates. We'll go with Scott. Now, Scott, you're pushing it very fine because this Sunday is classic not Japan. How are you going? I know. With, how are you going with the 31? What's happening? So I did quite a bit on the weekend. Got the seat back, as you know. I've put that in. I've given a really good clean. I've put the original steering wheel back in ready for it. I did a bit of carpet treatment in there because all the carpet in the 31 is all, I don't know, like piling up. So I just kind of got like a razor blade and that and just started to actually cut it. It's um, made a look. Save it like, a, like you give it a little haircut. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much just had to give it like a haircut. And it's coming out really, really good. I haven't finished it completely because it will take a bit of time. Went underneath the car, degreased it all, checked everything underneath. That's not my uh, that's, not that's not me. Any leaks. There's a lot of gunk, um, but that's just built up over many, many years. Yeah. Is my internet playing up? Yeah, it, it, it kind of lagged just then. Yeah, that's all right, though. Okay. So, yeah, right. Go, go just... back to me. Let me quickly go back to me. Let me just quickly hotspot on my phone. Oh, well, you've already been early, Ed, because, you know, by the end of this uh, episode, your internet may, may be showing you the true cars of NBN. So, yeah, I just be a bit careful. Okay. But well, uh, in the meantime, do tell us what are your car updates? Uh, my car updates? Mm-hmm. What have I been doing? Well, last night I visited one Matthew Janina yep. in my latest purchase, which I have called Sheraton Mirage. Uh, I believe that's a hotel in Queensland, but it's also the name of my new Mitsubishi Mirage, which I picked up on Saturday. So uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying that car. It's auto, aircon, power steer. Everything works as it should. It's very low kilometers. It's very tight. It rides well. It steers and handles well. And I had it in my head that the Mirage was a sort of a really poor cousin to it, like an Echo uh, or a Mazda 121. I just sort of had it in my head that they weren't that good, but I've never really spent much time in one until now and i gotta say it is impressing me this car the more i drive it i think this is not that far off an echo in terms of the the fit and finish inside and the the quality kind of feel of it and then i reminded matthew last night that they have a rally heritage so they they actually sort of handle and feel quite good um which it's all of those things have surprised me i thought it would be far worse than it is well, I drove an Echo last week um, and then drove, I mean, it was a manual Echo to be fair. And then I drove this this week and, and I, I enjoyed the Echo, but I thought the, actually both very low mileage cars. And I thought the Mirage in terms of just as a car was a bit nicer. Um, you don't sit as, you don't, you don't sit as high. The, the, um, you sit a bit more lower. You feel like, you feel like. You, you feel like yeah, it's quite a, a good seating position. It's quite it's a great sporty feeling. It is. It's a much better seating position. I, I think personally, yeah, it's a really good car. I quite liked it. Well, I read it and I've started looking at them online now, of course, after you, after you buy one, then it's when you go and do all the research. So I started looking online and there's there's a lot of them still around and buzzing around with 300 plus thousand kilometers on them. And they're, they're relatively cheap. You know, they're anywhere from 800 bucks to, you know, four grand, maybe four and a half for an absolute minter. There's one that I found, a green one in Sydney. That's a one grandpa owner, 30 something thousand K on it, but it's like the grandson's now got it and he's had it all ceramic coat and everything. 
It's seven grand, I think, but it is literally better than new. It looks amazing. I thought, okay, that's a lot for Mirage, seven grand, but <laughs> 36,000, you're basically buying a brand new car for seven grand, you know, yeah. and it would run and run and run for years. There, um, Oh, and that's the other thing I did on it. The day I got it, because it hadn't had an oil change for a couple of years, given it the, the old lady who had it before was, you know, COVID and she didn't drive it and all that. So, in fact, it might have been more a couple, more than a couple of years um, since its last oil change. So I thought I'll do the right thing. I'll go to uh, Repco, get some oil, get a filter. The filter was like nine bucks or something. I chucked it up on the ramps at home and it was the easiest oil change I have ever done. Not only was the sump plug just so easily accessible as, as a lot of cars are, there was no under tray or any of that rubbish to kind of contend with, but the, um, the oil filter was right next to the, the sump and you can, it's it's exposed enough, you can get your whole hand around it and just twist it off. Like it was really, really easy to remove because so many of filters are tucked behind the motor, you burn your hand on the exhaust, they're on the side that you can't get the proper wrench onto them because it's just, so many of them are just awkward from the get-go. This thing was the easiest. I thought I, I, could, I could get my six-year-old niece to do this oil change and she'd be no worries. So, I really like that about it. And I thought, what a cracking car. More people should be into Mirages. Or as I call it, Sheraton. Sure. Well, as I was saying to you yesterday, I went in a turbo one, manual one. Yeah, that... I found one online, a turbo one that some guy had done. A white it one. Evo swap, uh, front wheel drive. It was hilarious. Like, it, I mean, it was shifting lanes on, on boost, but it was hilarious. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, fun. He, and he loved it. It was, it, was a, it was a really cool car. Yeah, so I'm enjoying that. Um, what else have I done? What else have I done? Uh, I had a look at a Honda Civic last night. It's like an 05 sedan, but that needs a few too many things. I don't think that's for me. Um, not much else. I think that's it. Scotty, getting back to you now that you've got internet again. Yeah, I'm back. Is it better? It's better. Much better. Ah, sweet. All right, where was I? Um, that's right. I was cleaning underneath, underneath the 31. So I was trying to see if there's, you know, I was checking the bushings and things like that. A lot of gunk, but it's just been built up over the years. So it was actually like really, really thick mm. on some of like the, on the wishbones and stuff underneath. So I scraped all that off, cleaned it all up, cleaned up the um, power steering rack and the boots are still fine. They're still intact. They're not split or anything. The bushes all look fine under there. So I think it's all good. Booked it in as early, early as I could. Unfortunately, that is on a Thursday. Mm, good tight. Yeah. Scott, what did I tell you a week ago? <clears throat> what did I tell you? As early as I could get. <laughs> I wanted earlier this week, but yeah. There's just now, things that still needed to be done. How are you, Scotty? That the car will pass the roadworthy. Uh, I don't know, 50-50. Oh, <laughs> that is very late. So... Because there's like little things that I'd think like who cares about, but that just depends, you know, have who you, you've have got. You, have, have you done a wiper blade? I know the I know the ones that I've gone with are pretty darn good because I've taken my a car there before. I've taken it to one place and they picked all these little things and I've taken it to them and they've gone, yeah, it's all good. So Okay. That's now, are they aware that this is just your car that you're trying to register? I don't know. I don't think so. They well, might. They know it's it usually helps a little bit. Um, <clears throat> because if you're trying to sell the car on, they don't know what kind of person is going to receive the car and what scrutiny they're going to go on take yeah. under the car. Uh, when I drop it off on Thursday morning, I'll just I'll let them know. 
Yeah. That it's for me, and you know, if there's any little things that they that might need to be done, I'll just tell them just to do it. Yeah, yeah, and just just so you're getting on a, a club permit, um, hopefully tomorrow. <laughs> and you need and it for the weekend. Need it for the weekend. It's it's a really important. Just stress. It's a very important event. Have, have you walked in with yeah. the club permit guy? So you, you can just rock up. You can just rock up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a time to be alive. <laughs> how good is it? Get around yeah. it. Get amongst well, it. Though. Not all clubs, but this particular club, you can just turn up and they'll go, yep, stamp, stamp, done, done. It's funny. I don't know if I mentioned it on the other. Uh, do you need a Vic Rhodes uh, appointment there as well? You, no. you, know, you can just walk up to Vic Rhodes and go, here you go, stamp, stamp, plate, plate, and that's it, done. Very good. Very good. Um, but I, I was there paying the, the rego for the MR2 and <laughs> got, this guy was getting his, his, his car done. And it, was a, it was a Calibra Turbo and, um, and he, was, he was full hectic. He's like, should I put it as an Opal? And um and the guy's like no it's a hold he's like but it's an Opal overseas he's like it's registered as a hold in the eyes we're overseas we're in Australia that's the star Australia Australia so I was just like oh I'm like I imagine they've got the type of guys this guy puts up with every day <laughs> uh, but yeah it was, it was it was it was pretty funny but yeah no uh, that's exciting Scotty so hopefully fingers crossed and if it doesn't get there you you still you still gonna be coming to Classic Not Japan oh yeah. Yeah, easy. Yeah. What are you going to uh, drive if it's not ready? It uh, just have to be the Subaru. It's all I've got. Oh. You say that like it's still not, you know, a nice Japanese car. It's a great yeah. Japanese car. Yeah, it's okay. but you know, It is, but it's just like a, you know, driven it a lot. I've had it for many years. Mm. It's been going pretty good. I know you mentioned before, like, oh, it's the temperature and stuff on it, but it's been really good. Uh, coolant staying exactly where it needs to be. Hasn't dropped. It's early days, Scotty. He's giving, hey, let, let the record say that this is the same Subaru Liberty that won the um, Cartel Car Race. Yeah, Cartel Car Race to uh, Science Works. Did. Exactly it right. It wasn't overheating back then. Still doesn't. It just sometimes I, I feel it's the gauge is a little bit dodgy, just like the petrol gauge. Yeah. It moves quite a bit. Hmm. Hmm. It'll be fine. It's a Subi. It'll be fine. Just, 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 you'll be hmm. fine. I have I have faith in the Subaru, Scotty. Though I have faith. What are you taking? Uh, the Mister Two. I thought so. Bring the Mister Two. Alan Beep, your uh, MX Fiving. Yes, yes, I am. And which means I have to MX Five so that you can drive mine and I can drive yours. And then David can give it a look as well. Ah. So, so well, if I do take the Subaru, I should be able to beat you all anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> Bring in the STI. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Well, I mean, if I do get the 31 going, I just hope that it can handle long trips. I haven't taken it on long trips or anything. Well, you have well, plenty of friends to drive you home if it breaks. Yeah, this is true. And I will be bringing a, um, what the kids call it, an impact gun and a various wheel nut sockets in case anyone needs to change a tire. Yes. What? Don't. Don't we all have wheel braces and toolkits with our cars? Why do you need to bring that? Because Alan is, comes prepared and he's got he just wants to bring out his guns. You know, I like, mean, like I said, would you rather not have the, the wheel nuts come off within 10 seconds rather than you know watch people it's not, it's not a pit stop, like like I've got a jack, I've got a wheel brace, it's all in I'm, the car. Some people don't like wasting time, Ed. Well, that's part of a roadworthy, isn't if, it? If if it was up to me, I'd probably just bring a um I'd bring my what is it, three ton super low tool pro jack as well but that'll probably weigh too much in the boot of the, the mx5 yeah we'll be driving like oh. an angle with that otherwise i'd bring that too and then you know we'd, we'd be pissed off you yeah. should get good traction though alan 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all 117 kilowatts? 107. Because they lied about the 17. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. well, that's that's quite funny. But um, yeah, it'll be good to see the 31. So fingers crossed, Scott, that we can uh, we can uh, have it have it there. Yeah, oh, I'm hoping. Updates with you. MXI have changed out the um, wiper blade arms. Finally, while my cousins were there honking the horn, sitting in, I thought I let them sit in the car so they could do, you know, just chill. Lord, was I wrong? You know, they started slapping everything around, opening things, and uh, you know, I very quickly kicked them out of the car. But did change out those wiper arms. I've got fresh ones now. The driver side one has this weird wind deflector on it or something. I don't know what it's about, but it's something special. It's it's part of the OEM plus. OEM plus, yes. Um, adjusted them to be a little, sit a little bit lower as well um, on the windshield, which I think was important. What else? Uh, this time, when I got low on fuel, the check engine light did not come on. Okay. The fuel light came on. Okay. And uh, yeah, filled it up. And I also put in. Um, I bought a bottle of liquid Molly um, injector cleaner slash fuel system cleaner because you know the last the well the previous tank of fuel sat there for like three months and then this tank of fuel yes it was a relatively quick run through but just I don't know how well the fuel was kept in the car it's obviously been a car that sat for a while so just clean out the system and then I'll probably end up in the next service getting a new fuel filter as well slowly just improving that um, along with maybe some uh, diff fluid change and transmission floor change just all those things well, very dedicated alan this is very good to hear yes i even uh, helped my dad and me cleaned up the little rain rails that run through all the rain or the little I guess, path for the rain that gets on the uh, it's the soft top, how it runs through the car. We cleaned those out, got a couple of um, little weird tree seeds and stuff that were stuck in there, um, which so that flows very nicely in case there's a massive downpour. Yeah. Um, and I spoke to David about the gear shifter on the phone secretly. Ooh. No. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, but we discussed the idea that maybe we'll get it properly retrimmed with the blue, some blue leather at the front and then black at the, yeah, the back like it should be. Yeah, so it'll be you know as original as I can, considering that an OEM one that's black will cost me two seventy, and then if I want one just like my own, I can't get it at all, even if I was willing to pay seven hundred fifty dollars. Mm. So. Yeah, I'd I'd just get the leave the black and maybe get it painted if it needs to be, and and just get the blue bit stitched on. on. Yeah, and then, and then you're sort of pretty good. It's yeah, kind of done. And that seems to be the the main way to go. I did notice. With the soft top, a little bit of the stitching where the window goes, that's kind of broken. Okay. Um, it's just a small amount. So, like, I can, it's not, it's, it's at the top part. So, it's not like rain will come into the car, but it's something I do need to get addressed. So, maybe David can look at that as well when we're at Classic Not Japan. Yeah. Otherwise, I may have to be more hasty about looking to get the soft top changed. I don't think it's an entire issue that I'll get, probably get the whole thing changed, but. I'm assuming somebody that does, you know, that kind of oh, yeah. work. Yeah, someone someone will be able to um, stitch that up, like any sort of automotive trimmer or upholster will yeah. be able to stitch that up. And at the same time, I'll probably have to look at the seat and be like, well, what do we think? Hmm. And, you know, that should get the car to mostly where I need it to go. Hmm. Yeah, no, just, nice. just more things. Oh, very what good. about Matthew? Yes. We care, we care. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh, updates with me. What's so, broken? Uh, well, the lasers. I mean, I mean, if you want, someone wants to try steel, they'll be sitting on the floor because I removed the seat 
Uh, so it's on the side of the road with with no front seat in it, and that seat was dropped off to Edward Bunting, and he's uh, then hand passed it to uh, to David Prince, who then hand passed it to his uh, to his, his. It's a real sort of um, baton. What's that baton race they have in the Olympics? You know, relay, 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 relay. It's a relay, yeah. So it, it's at its fourth person now. So it, 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 it they're going to finish the job and 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 uh, cross the finish line. If that seat so, doesn't have COVID by the time it's come back, there's something wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So it should be diseased. Yeah. <laughs> so that should be all good. I put that back in the laser and, and drive that again because it's it's just sitting there now. I was like, well, this is yeah. If it felt weird, like I took, I took the seat and then I realized how bad it was because it was just foam everywhere under the seat, which I place I couldn't get to with, with with the old vac. So the vacuum will be coming out before I put the seat back in. So that's that. I washed the Forester, but noticed on the on the hood scoop the because it's plastic, obviously, the clear coat is, is starting to go. And I'm like, mm. so that was a that was a little bit of a, an annoyance. So I might um, see what I can do about that. Potentially not, because it's it's going soon. So that doesn't matter. But um, I'm going to do a carbon fiber wrap on it. Actually, just a scoop, though. Just a scoop. Just a scoop. Um, that'd probably be the cheaper option, to be honest. Uh, just, just, just for now to get to get it by. So that's that. What else have I done car-wise? MR2 still haven't picked it up, so that should be done. I said to him, I said to my, my mechanic, I said to right now, Friday, no later. I need it Friday, and he's like, yes, yes, you'll have it Friday. So, which uh, means Saturday morning. Which means Saturday morning. Gonna go morning gonna, <laughs> exactly right. And that's, so I'm gonna have to pick up Maddie from his house, get to the mechanic, and then we're gonna drive from the mechanic to to the, the McDonald's where we're meeting up. Yeah, correct. Correct. Um, so, I mean, no, classic not Japan is on Sunday. Sunday. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Oh wait, that's true. My bad. My bad. So, so that that's that'll be there, and uh, yeah, so should be all good, all good with that. But I'm planning on um, doing a tag team, so you know, dropping one car off the next service because I haven't had my service month yet because of COVID. I just pushed everything back, so I've got to get everything serviced. So I thought I'd just just take them one by one and get them done, but. The last interesting one is with the typhoon. For some reason, on that trip we went on, Ed, I've got it was a couple of ants, and then I walked in the other day, and there was just ants going everywhere. I'm like, where the hell are these coming? That car is spotless. There is no speck of dirt or anything in it. Yeah, like you don't eat food. You wouldn't allow food. Never. In that I've car. never eaten food in the car. Yeah. I, I did eat an apple, I think, in that car. Oh, but and it's, it's, a, it's an apple. It's not. Yeah, oh, you, that's it. Ed, it's to blame. It's to blame. You're done, Ed. You're done, goofed. Maybe you know what I've heard years ago, and I think we might have mentioned it on this show. A long time ago is that um there are some cars where they use a particular resin or a glue in the ecu or in you know up under the dash for the oh god don't tell me that <laughs> no no shit you google it and ants um love it it's like a nectar for them and so there's a trail you, you, you can sometimes see trails of ants going in and eating out the ecu and causing electrical issues you're kidding not kidding i think it was the one I read about was a Honda Accord Euro somewhere in London or overseas. Yeah, I'm sure it was the UK. And um, there was a consistently this trail of ants coming out of the car along the ground and they couldn't work out and it had a random electrical issues. And finally they worked out it was it, the ants were eating stuff out of the ECU. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, because I've, I've put some rant, uh, some rant, uh, ant, ant rid um, underneath the front tire so, so they can apparently it attracts them. So hopefully. That works, but I've just like because I've looked everywhere. I'm like, where are they? Like, I'm, 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 I'm going to take out the um the cabin filter tomorrow evening once once I once I check the car out, pull pull it out and just see if see because like because it's just like I'm like, where the hell are they coming from? Why are they still here? 
so that, that's kind of now you got me worried. But anyway, that's 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 my that's my that's my weird my mm. weird update. Mm. Um, but anyway, I I don't know what to do there. So moving on, gentlemen, to tonight's topic. Now, last week uh, during during the show, the the Shannon's auction um, was was going live and it was finishing up. Now, Edward, you wanted me to buy this TE, and yeah. you know what? I would, have, I would have been half tempted at the price of you know, 13 to 15 grand. But actually, I'll, I'll ask you, I'll ask Scotty and Alan, what do you think this, this Mercedes, this old Mercedes-Benz wagon sold for? 46. Uh, what year is it? 90, it was a 96, wasn't it? Uh, uh, I think it was a 93. Well, I guess it's got to be more than like 15, what, like 23 or something? So the guiding range on it, Scotty and Alan, was 15 to 20. Was the guiding range, which is which is you know five or forty six thousand, not unreasonable. Um, yeah, it sold for thirty three and a half, so not quite at alum level, but a wow. lot. You know, not, sort not, of double, double what you were trying to think. Oh, I thought it'd go seventeen. You know, so it's kind of double. Yeah, I was just I had no idea uh, how how that went for that much, and it, and, it, and it's and it's happened before because like like I've been I've been in Shannon's options before and. And, and a few events like that, and you know, people get in the in the mood where they just just go ham, like they they just they don't want to lose, like they they're like, no, I'm not I'm not going to lose, I'm just going to keep bidding and keep bidding and keep bidding, and then you get, and then but but here's the issue, right? The the prices go so high that people think, oh well, this mine must be worth this, and it, then it sets a precedent for all the all the cars of, of that of that price range, and when obviously they're not worth it. For example, that that um MR2 that like like mine sold for twenty nine six hundred. Yeah. I saw that and I thought that is yeah I, I don't see where that MR2 is going to be worth with that. I think I saw one. Um, it was either on Facebook Marketplace. Um, it was a project, but it was all completely running and put together for twelve. So yeah. you know, and that that was obviously a bit cheaper than what you expect as well. But just that glaring difference is uh, is quite a bit. Yeah. That uh, Sandman. Yeah, the, the the green salmon was nice. That's off for almost nine nine hundred grand, ninety eight thousand. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's just interesting to see to see uh, kind of you know. Do we all have our good, bad, and ugly? Yeah. Yep. <coughs> Edward, Edward well, yep. We'll, we'll hit with you first, yeah. Edward. You go. All right. The um. Well, when we say the good, bad, and the ugly, uh, you know, I we were talking about it, and it's like, what what was were three cars? One that was you thought cheap or, um, you know, undervalued a bit, one that was on the money and one that was a bit silly. Yes. So one that I think was cheap was there was a 60s Mini Cooper S. Um, that was cheap. One, which had no reserve. Now, normally these are 50 to 60 grand cars. It was in a nice uh, British racing green colour. It looked very tidy and that sold for $35,000, which... 35500 35500 to be exact. And I buy that, that is actually, yeah, buy I thought that is actually pretty good buying. Because it's a 50 grand car all day long. Well, yeah, I didn't delve into the history of that particular one or, you know, was it numbers matching or, you know, did it need any work done to it? I didn't sort of go that far with it. But on the surface, that looked like pretty good buy. Mm. Sticking with the British theme, I was glancing at the MGTF, you know, which I've sort of had a, a little bit of a hankering for recently hmm. and there was a red one and a white one the red one sold for 30 grand and that needed a little bit of work but i think that's smack on the money i think that's very very reasonable it's not crazy cheap it's not crazy expensive that's that's kind of where they're at 
So I thought that was pretty good. Then you start going, all right, what's what's getting a little bit stratospheric? Um, and there were a couple of things that in dollar terms are not stratospheric, but, and we've already mentioned that the TE, of course, but there was a Honda Dax motorcycle, which is a very retro, cool little 70s sort of mini bike, not running, and that sold for 9,100, which really, to me, that's probably a three grand bike, you know? Yeah. So I'm thinking, it's cool, it's retro, but is that 9-1? That's a lot of money for a not running little monkey bike thing. Mm. Um, and they're kind of rare, but they're not that rare. Uh, and the other one that I thought was interesting was, uh, you know, being a fan of old Renaults, um, not not particularly this Renault. There was a Renault Fuego Coupe from the 1980s. Yeah, GDX. Uh, GDX, which I think they're all GDX, the ones that came to Australia. Uh, now that car, you know, in really good condition is to me maybe a seven, eight grand car. This thing was 16 grand for a Renault Fuego GDX Coupe. I was like, whoa, that's, that's getting up there for something that is not overly desirable. And I mean, they appeal to a certain genre of, of people, I suppose. But that that I just thought was was exy that and the and the bike. Oh yeah. So yeah, there was some cheaper stuff. There was some on the money stuff, and there was a couple. I just thought, man, what's happened here? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm just going through it again now, and just double checking the prices. Like, there's some cars that, that were pretty cheap. There's some cars that were over the top. Now. Uh, I think the one that was right on the money was surprisingly, and I can't believe I'm saying this is right on the money in, in this day and age, was the, uh, you guys see the 34 GDR, that, uh, but it was the, the M spec. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're, they're hover around the 350 to 400 ish mark, and, and that sold right on the money there for 378.5. It's um, an M spec and no two, so. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's the one to get, isn't it, Scott? I mean, I mean, you being you being the, uh, the GDR guy, that is that is the that is that is the one. That is yeah, the I one. mean, if you want that, the you know they didn't make many M specs as it was, but to get one in the NUR is pretty pretty darn good. Yeah. So, I mean, I think for three seventy eight five, I think that's kind of where it's where it's normally at. But then they had the the thirty two for eighty thousand five hundred, Scotty. Did you see that one as well? Yes. I thought, I mean, considering like everything R32 now is like pushing, nudging 100 grand, I thought that was pretty much on the money. Uh, I thought it was pretty good at 8,500, especially since it's a, it is a V-spec as well. So yeah. Now, the Aussie cars are these, the Aussie delivered ones go for more, I believe. But I mean, this one- Like the like first a, gen Monaro. But yeah, the, uh, not first, the what, 2000 or 2001 model one. Correct. It was um yeah well they had those as well they had a, they had the first CVA built and the last CVA Z made um, yeah and the first one the first one built went for what, 130 odd thousand I think it was and then I think the, it was and then the uh then the last one went for over well over 200 so I mean that's a lot for a Commodore essentially a, a, a chopped up Commodore two door but having said that I think a lot of the cars that I'm going to going to announce so yeah the CVA Z was 230 and then the 2001 the first production CV8 Monaro was 130. Well, anyway, I mean, it's, it's a lot of money. Like the one car that I actually really liked on there that was, it's, it's a bit plain Jane and I, and I saw it ages ago and I was like, this is actually, this is actually quite a tidy car. Was Did you guys see the uh, 76 Chrysler Centura? Yeah, did that get 15 or something? 15, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That's actually not too bad because it was so, it looks to be such an original car. Like, it looked really, really tidy. You know, it it had the, this one had the, was it the 245 in it. Um, so it, it was a, it was a really nice car, like just a really clean, looked to be a very very original original old car. 
Um, and there's so many don't exist anymore. So this one's to find a good survival like that one. I thought was pretty much worth, you, the, worth you, the coin. You think that's on the money, not bad. I think that's not bad. I think that's not bad. I think like for one that condition like that, that is not bad. Um, yeah. One that I thought was quite cheap was the ESP. Did you guys see the XE ESP? I think yeah, I saw that. ESPs. They had two. They had an XD and an XE. Uh, the XE. One was, of them was passed in, wasn't it? Yeah, the X the XD was passed in, uh, but the XE sold for sixty two grand. Now, what there was something last year in the in the heat of COVID for well over hundred for not runners, non runners. Um, well, there, there was one a manual barn find that that wasn't running. I think covered in dust that got a, that got a hundred and something. That's the one I'm talking about from last like, year. Yeah, 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 ridiculous. Yeah, I mean this one was the five point eight. You know, it's a five point seven here. It's the, you know a three five one. Uh, four-speed manual color is chestnut uh, um and it was it was a tidy car uh basically you know really really tidy little tidy little car this one or big car i should say and and i thought that was quite reasonable for for what they're going for these days now now these cars were like 20 grand for years um except for the last two two to three years they've just gone nuts so for, for that for that price considering it runs and it drives unlike the other one with with the i mean we, we all know barn fine dust adds an extra 50 grand to, to a price this one if they would have sprinkled some barn dust on it i reckon it would have been um it would have been well over 100 but yeah no good price for that i thought that was that was a good price i also thought the 840 ci uh i, I really like those uh those old um you know bmws is 94 35 grand there's only one other one on car sales and it's above 40. So this one was, yeah, pretty good value. Yeah. Not consider. I mean, I'd go for the V8 over the V12 because the V12 would be an absolute nightmare. It'd be a maintenance nightmare. Mm-hmm. I'd love to have the V12. Don't even if I was given one, I'd defend it. But the V8, I believe, is the one to have in those, um, just in terms of just if you want if you want one. I know a guy that's got two V12s, uh, two V12 versions of these, um, and he loves them. But he's like, just you just have two because one's always broken. One's always broken, yeah. So, so basically, you know, it's it's uh, anything goes wrong, it's you're you're willing to as soon as anything goes wrong, it's over a thousand bucks, regardless of what it is. So, yeah, um, yeah. So, a bit, bit of a, I mean, that was an auto. They're more desirable as a manual, but still, I reckon it's a, it's a cracking car. I thought that was cheap, but I thought the E30 convertible for almost thirty grand was a bit was a bit hay gone. Three twenty i. Did you guys see that one? Yeah, the white one. That was yeah. twenty eight something or other. Yeah, it's white. Yeah. Uh, my mate Tom had one of those. He sold it for like two thousand eight hundred, not that many years ago, and he <laughs> said it was a really original car and a manual. I can understand those being, you know, twelve, fifteen, maybe. 12, I don't know, maybe high teens, but twenty eight. Yeah, it's getting up there and it's hard to stomach when you've seen them like everything when you've seen them be under five grand you know to be up at that level you're like oh yeah all day long and i just i thought that was well over i know e30s are a cracking little car but this is it's not even a, it's not even a manual it's the people people want these in a manual and this is an order yeah yeah um i mean it's it, not it the most weird. desirable engine or transmission or trans i don't i don't think the most desirable color either i don't know really... same yeah don't really like them in the white, but that was like a lot of money. I was like, wow, that's, that's getting up there. Maybe. And then, but the last one I thought though, so, so, so that was over the top. Um, I thought the, uh, the XE was cheap and the Centura was, was, was around the money. Good buying. Mm-hmm. Another one I thought was pretty much good buying as well. Uh, besides the, besides the, the 840 was the uh, Chrysler um, charger. Did you guys see that? The, 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 the VA's charger. Yep. 
um, you know, and I and you know, these are I think still think underappreciated in comparison to to the Holdens and the Fords, and yeah, and these were these were a bit of a rocket ship. So you know, two six five triple Webers, you know, really cracking car manual, um, great desirable color in vitamin C, like that real nice orange with the you know all, all the all all the uh, what's called the decals, the six pack trim and everything on it. All so, the trimmings, you might say. All the trimmings and the and the jelly bean wheels. You know, it's 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 the car you'd have. It's it's the spec. And that was what one sixteen. One sixteen, and I, I thought that was great buying uh, for, for one of those. So yeah, that's fair enough. Scotty, I thought that was pretty good price. Was the Honda NSX? What was that eighty something? It was at eighty five hundred. Considering majority that I've seen are easily a hundred grand now. Yeah, I actually I actually put that down as my um, underpriced car, considering again like the, the cheapest one on car sales. I think it's over 90. Yeah, so yeah, and like the most expensive one. I think was, and was, that a, was that an auto, I'm guessing? It was, it was an auto. Yeah. yeah. And with the Japanese import, not an Aussie car, I'm guessing. I think, that... we could, I think we could get them as an, as an auto here. I always thought we could get them as autos here. Yeah, I think you can. So I mean, it, look, it looked to be an Aussie-delivered car. It didn't look to have it with the Japanese. So the reason I asked that is because... Mm, those, I'm not sure. Remember those import laws changed, you know, a year and a half ago or whatever. And so David's mentioned it before on the show where people are bringing them in from Japan now in, in a lot higher quantities. So there's actually more NSXs on car sales than there ever have been. Yeah. Um, and, and they are cheaper because they're Japanese imports. So I, I wondered if that car was one of those. It's still good buying at 80 grand, but it's, um, I wondered yeah, if it was one of those rather than a you know, genuine Aussie car. I mean, if I was to buy that car in particular, I'd, I would say, okay, I need to put the manual in it because it, it needs that car needs to be a manual. And well. a lot of people uh, swap them. Yeah, um, I know it's not original, Edward, but in terms of in terms of collectability, I think as a manual, it's a better it's a better car. Oh, and if you just wanted one to drive, it's a, it's more a driver's car, so sure. Yeah, go your hardest. Well, I can't see a compliance plate on it going through all the images. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah, have I, I think that was an Aussie delivered car, personally. But anyway, mm. could have been. Maybe even though it was Aussie, it's just been affected by all the other Japanese imports coming in, and its value has still been hurt by that because there's much more to choose from oh, did i remember when when nsx's were like 40 grand yeah um, yeah all day long but anyway uh what else scotty so so that, so that was um, your, that, that was your cheap price that one i thought that's rather overpriced and getting there now is it's just a 1998 wrx the subi boys yeah. I thought, you know, it's 1998. It's not even an STI or anything. Yeah, it got 36.5. The only thing special about it is obviously it was a model that came with the upgrade, like rims, but that's it. It is the update. It is the GC8 update. But like it, it still has no business being what closer to 40 grand than, you know, 30. And was I mean, it a, what was the mileage for me? What was the mileage on that car? Good question. Let's take a look. I mean, I think that car. I mean, it was the, it's it's the spec to have. It's well in terms of base spec. It's 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 world rally blue with gold wheels. You know, it it looks how a WRX should look, but I just don't think oh, I don't think it's a thirty grand plus grand car yet. I mean, maybe one day, but but not yet. But but having said that though, the price of the STI two doors and the STI four doors are over hundred grand now. So I guess that's kind of they've kind of brought the bottom end of the market up because like oh well I still want a WRX. How am I going to get one? Well, now I have to buy a standard WRX and I can't afford 
because uh, they can't afford an STI. So they'll probably be people are thinking, again, setting the precinct that, that 30 grand is a good price. Yeah. 148,000 kilometers on it. 148. I mean, it's a lot of K. I mean, it's not nothing. Like, it's no. it's done Ks. Um, for the for the WRX market, like, you could definitely are going to get lower Ks. Yeah. And what you get with a lot of Because most of the are well over 300,000 Ks. Because yeah. people just drive and drive and drive. Because um, they're super. That is quite good Ks then. One, yeah. 148 yeah. or whatever. That's all right. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, Matty, what about the MR2 that's on there? 29. Yeah. The 88. Is that uh, reasonable? I think it's overpriced. It's, I could guess it's got a fair bit less Ks than mine, but also it's, but it's not as, not as clean and original as it should be. Like if, if it's getting 30 grand, it should be mint. And it's got, it's got an, it's had a, it's had an exhaust put on it at some point. Um, it's missing a few bits and pieces on, in, in the front. So I'm like, you know what? It's, it's, it'd be, it's probably, it's probably a good $25,000 car, if that. But I, I mean, I, I think it got good money. It got good money for, for it. Mm. But yeah, I, I thought it was getting a bit, I thought, it was, I mean, it, for me, it's not a, 30 grand driving experience it's 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 you know 15 20 but you know i mean good luck to me now now i know my car's worth a bit more <laughs> uh, but but having said that though it's yeah it's it's one of those things that i was just like oh that, that's pushing up there and, and on the mr2 page people are like yep well we're gonna start putting our, our mr2s up for a bit more money so it'll be interesting to just to, to, to see how much they go for because that's been the second the second one in a row there's been an aw11 put in and the last one um they got they got good money as well they got 26 and that and the 26 grand one was a better card than this red one it was more original and and, and, a, and a nicer one so i'm surprised that that went a bit more than the 26 grand one well i saw the 1990 mr2s up there 33 grand that one went for yeah mm. that's what i meant to say i saw like i said on facebook marketplace a project but fully running and put together for 12 mm-hmm. and i don't think there is what 18 grand difference between the two cars that are being shown? I mean, I, when I, again, this gets back to when I was on, was on P plates. I was, I was looking at buying an SW20 MR2 or a, or, or a Ford Laser SR2. And the price difference, I, mean, I could get the, I could have got the MR2 for like a couple of grand. Aussie delivered, and naturally, they all came naturally, I suppose, Aussie delivered ones for like two grand running with a roadworthy. Um, but I didn't buy because it was like, oh, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I need a four door car. Um, and I wanted an AW11 forever, but um, I could never get it find a good one so i was like well you know i was looking at this white one this this white sw but i was like oh no they'll be cheap forever now looking at that it's just kind of just broke my heart a little bit um well in my case my well reasonably priced cars already done and the overpriced cars done the one i thought probably sold for a bit less than what they could have gotten was the uh series 3 rx7 great that sold for twenty one thousand five hundred. Overall, relatively clean interior. It's got that crack in the dashboard. Um, but that's, a, that's rest- a David job. <laughs> yeah. But for the rest of the car, quite good. And considering, again, I think it's about 10-ish under what everything else is selling on car sales. Sales, yeah. So, yeah, that was probably my yeah, car that could have gotten a bit more, but didn't. Yeah, nice, nice uh, purchase for did get it. Yeah. Um, I, I love an early RX-7. And, you know, it, it, that was the car that my mum always bought when, when she was when she, when she, when she was a, a single lady back, back in the 80s. Oh, uh, yeah. And she, she, every time she's she's like, "Oh, I saw another old RX7 today," and it's it's always so it's always that it's it's always it's it's always that that kind of shape for me that that, that gets me and like I'm a big fan of, of that that early RX7 shape. But yeah, I thought that I thought that was good buying as well. Yeah, at just over twenty. So it just goes to show that you know if you are looking um, in the right places and being a bit more patient, you could probably can get like the car you're after for a reasonable price. 
certain cars are always going to be out there, but yeah, it, it's uh, I guess it's important to not get into the little auction, you know, sort of mindset. Being like, oh, I'm going to lose it forever if I don't get it today, and then pay, you know, what twenty grand over what you're supposed to be well, paying for. I mean, I mean, here's the thing: like, do you think, guys, that auction prices set the precedent, or do you reckon that um, people are just going stupid because they're at an auction? Like, like I mean, I mean, we, we've been to the Shannon's auctions. Yeah. Uh, and and, and we, we sat there and just watched people just drop tons of money on cars that are just not worth it. And on license plates, they're spending over a million dollars on a license plate. You know, it's uh, people have obviously got too much money, but that, I mean, that, that's their prerogative. But obviously, do you reckon that sets a precedent or do you reckon it's just like, well, it's just an auction price, it shouldn't matter? I think yeah. if you've got all the details, an auction price can be used to kind of adjust the market. But again, it's got to be, your car's got to be very comparable to the one that sold at the auction. Yeah. If your car's clapped out, rusted, you know, broken interior, and the auction one was one of the more pristine examples, you can't be expecting the same amount of money. And often the issue is people do. Yeah. People are just like, well, that one sold for auction, therefore mine one. I know what I got, you know, <laughs> pay me 20 grand over what it's worth. Come at me, you know, no, no, no test pilots. And uh, yeah, that kind it's of stuff. In the detail. Yeah. It's, um, it's always hard with auctions not being able to test drive anything, you know. I mean, Canons yeah. um, do a, you know, that every car gets a, um, like a BACC report done on it or an RACV report done on it. So you've got some some idea of whether it's got an oil leak or the clutch is stuffed or, you know, that kind of thing. But, yeah, it's always, it's, it's always hard. You don't know the exact provenance of the car. You can't talk to the owner of it and find out more about it. You know, it's... You kind of drip fed a bit of stuff. Uh, yeah, in terms of setting the pricing, well, I always sort of think like like you know there was that Honda Accord that went um that Gen One Accord that David and I mentioned before that went for thirty six thousand five hundred or thereabouts. Yeah, it went for a lot um, of money. A lot of money. Now that was the guiding range was sort of eight to ten, you know, and that car got thirty six. And it's like, holy hell, someone really wanted that, but. As I said to David, well, it wasn't just one person that wanted it and was willing to pay 36. You know, there was an underbidder or a few underbidders all the way up to that. So there were probably three or four people willing to pay, you know, 20 something or 30 something for that car to, to get it to that point, um, which says that it, it is worth that, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I mean that, that says a lot about that TE, though, doesn't it? Because like the whole time it was up to 15 grand, right? And yeah. then last two hours, it, it doubled, it more than doubled its value. Yeah. So people, people went ham in the last two hours and it kind of just was like, whoa, okay, that was not expected. Yeah, totally unexpected. Um, and yeah, I think I could secure a car that was equally as good uh, for about half that price um, by sniffing around privately. So Absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it sets a complete precedent or what. It's just, I think people do get a bit carried away. I mean, auctions don't just happen here. They happen all they happen all over all over the world, and and the, and the Japanese price auctions, especially like Scotty for the for imports, they've they've started to go nuts as well. Yeah, yep, they go crazy. Um, what's been popular at the moment? Well, still very popular is anything with the one JZ in it, really. Yeah, they've gone nuts. Anything with the one J. Yep, whether it's auto now or not. So the autos are going crazy. People don't care anymore. They just it's just all about the engine, really. Yeah, I was I was working with a guy on on, on Saturday, and he's from, he's from a different store. He came in and, and he's he's like eighteen nineteen, and he's he's got like a he's got a a Mark IV Supra, and a few few other few other bits of. Him. He's got like a Chaser. No, no, um, 
Uh, no, he's got a, he's got a crown athlete with the one J and stuff, and and we got talking and stuff, and he and he's like to me, he's like, yeah, he's like, look, I I bought my my super, it's a non turbo, but it's an S uh, SZR, was it SZR or RZR? Or yeah, yeah, turbo, but but with the six speed manual and everything. And he's like, I ended up selling the six speed manual gearbox out of the car, like for he's like, I paid thirty three thousand for it at the start of COVID. And he's like, I sold the gearbox for I sold the gearbox for eleven grand. Bought the updated gearbox from the update, which is the same gearbox just with a different drive ratio for like five grand and slapped that in. So he's like, I made six grand on the gear. I made six grand on the gearbox. And I'm like, I'm like, it's the same. It's like exactly the same, just 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 different ratios, and not many people. And just because it wasn't the early gearbox that people want, he's like, it's just a strong. Um, he's like, I've made you know, I made six grand. I'm like, I'm like. People are just going nuts for anything, anything Jay Z part related at that, you know, at best. Yep, definitely. And it seems as you know, sensing as that gentleman got a nice tidy profit, is people are doing it in a misinformed kind of manner, mm. where it's buy first and ask questions later. So there's a lot of people that are potentially going to be holding on to you know an empty bag, or something that they thought was worth a lot more than it really was when you know a little bit of the dust settles. Yeah, and again, I don't think the dust will completely settle. I, I don't think we'll ever get back to pre-COVID pricing, but there will be some like we'll call it adjustment. Yeah, we are joined by the one and only Rizzy Ross. What's happened, my friend? Um, sorry, gentlemen, I'm I'm late. I was just co-hosting a podcast with George Christensen around how we've got terrorist camps as our quarantine facilities in Australia. So we've just <laughs> finished that. So we've returned to car talk with our very own Maddie J, Dr. <laughs> Edward Bunting, Dr. Alan, Alan Beep, and yeah. Scotty, Scotty, Scotty Snitches, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so happy to be here, but apologies for the delay. That's okay, mate. Good to have you back on board. We, we, you were just talking about the, the Shannon's auctions um, from last week and, and, uh, and our good, bad and ugly. And we've also this, uh, we've just been discussing if, if we think that auction prices set precedence for for, for the rest of the buying market. Now, it's a bit of a yes and no. Where do, where do you sit on this, Riz? I think I caught the last bit of what was sort of being discussed around uh, these prices are here to stay. And that's probably true. I don't think the supply of our very desirable JDM cars is going to increase. It's actually just going to go down. And because, as you were saying earlier, Maddie, there's been sort of a bar that's been set now and people are not willing to go under that. So whatever people will ask, that's sort of what they will get in terms of if they want, you know, what is it, 90 grand for an R33, that's how much they will get for it. Yep. So if it's clean, it will fetch whatever. Interestingly enough, I know I'm sort of looking at something completely different. The other day I saw um, an R34 GDR that was sold for nearly $470,000. Wow. Well, so here in Australia? Uh, yeah, in New South Wales. Okay. So I, th- I think that car had just over 11,000 Ks on it. So I don't know where it was sold because I'm, I didn't come across it on cars. It's not that I was actively looking, but in the data that I received recently, there, there was one R34 GDR over $470,000. Just crazy. Yeah, an insane amount of money. So obviously, Riz, you're getting data that no one else will be able to able to get, or no one's really asked for. 
then you can see what people are actually paying for in the private market. And that's not even in the auction market. And that's, that's a lot of money. Did it say what spec it was or anything? Or did it say it was like a limited? I'll have to have a look a bit closely at that. I, I, I did it, it from memory. It didn't go into like NER2 or anything like that, but I'll, I'll have a look and maybe through part of the VIN number, there can be a car talk exclusive investigation that can be done on that particular vehicle. <laughs> Dun, 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 car talking. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, all good. Uh, so did you did you have a uh, a good, bad, and ugly riz from the uh, from the auction? Um, to be honest, I didn't see a lot of it um, or follow it online this time around. But usually, the number plates are always quite astounding at the values that they fetch. I don't know if there were any in this auction, but yeah, anything that stood out for you, Maddie, you might have already covered it, but something that you thought was just outrageous. Yeah, no, we've uh, had a bit had a bit of fun discussing that. Uh, but yeah, hey, can, I, can I mention a, a car investigation unit briefly? Absolutely. <laughs> so, I did. I did. I tell you how my my uh, my friend sent me that image from the from the the chopper cam. Yeah, you I did. But you, uh, yeah, so so, but you haven't told us on the show. So so basically, oh, okay. on the show right. So. My friend from work, his his uh, wife works for the um, police force, and she is often up in the chopper. And so, um, funnily enough, I was joking with her on a Zoom the other morning when we were on our work call, and she just happened to be in the background. and And I said, "Hey, uh, you know, my friends and I are really good at identifying car images. You know, we we reckon there's a role for us in the in the police force to uh, be able to." you know, easily identify an, a grainy image or something like that from a crime scene. And I said, you know, is there any, any, any jobs, you know, for us in, in that department, you know? And she goes, well, you know, when I'm up in the chopper and we're look, like looking at, looking at, you know, looking at a, a car that's doing something naughty, um, she said often, you know, it would be handy. She said, so you'd probably have to ride up in the chopper with us. I'm like, no drama, I'll go up in the chopper, you know, like joking. Anyway, I said, well, next time you, you, you're up there and you're looking at a car, and you're not sure what it is, it's grainy or it's a long way away or something, you know, uh, take a snap and uh, I'll see what I can do. So last Friday night, I get, I get a text from uh, from my, my mate that I work with. He goes, all right, Ed, uh, what do you reckon this is? <laughs> and I'm looking at it and it, it's color, you know, but it, uh, it's, it's a fair way away and it's pretty, blur pretty blurry. I'm thinking, I reckon that's a Gen 1 Hyundai Getz. Anyway, so I uh, sent it to our friend David and said, what do, you, what do you reckon this is? And he goes, sends back, yeah, uh, Gen 1 Hyundai gets it. And I'm like, bang, we're on the same page then. <laughs> anyway, so that was that was fine. I went back to my mate and said, well, this is what we reckon it is. And I said, so so what is it? Are we right? And he goes, well, they, they never actually pulled the car over. So, so they didn't ever confirm what it was. And I'm like, well, I think it's pretty safe to say that's what it was because David and I both thought it was that. So you're telling me it. That a Hyundai gets yep. outran a chopper is is, well, is no, what you're saying. Didn't outrun it, I don't think, but I think there was no cause to pursue it or pull it over further. It wasn't. Well, actually, it wasn't the engine shifty enough. It wasn't or, a car chase per se. Or something when like. when they parked the car, the driver they got out was white, so they let it go. <laughs> oh, Alan, don't play that racial card with me. Anyway, so that was a funny little incident. Then about three nights ago, I was woken up by extremely loud tire screeching uh, coming flying past my house. It was probably three or four a.m. 
Um, I heard one screech and that woke me up. And then I heard another screech around the big corner. And I thought, oh, God, they're going to hit my Pajero in the street or something. And, um, and then it disappeared. But I thought whoever was driving that was seriously moving. And then a few seconds later, I heard the chopper. And I was like, I wonder if that's my, my friend's wife, you know, do, doing a, a chopper job. So I was like, I was waiting by my phone for an image, you know. <laughs> so the next morning, I said to him uh, on the work call, I was like, "Hey, was 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 that your wife? Uh, you know, following a car chase last night?" And he goes, "Oh, she's she's done shift work. She's still in bed. I'll, I'll find out when she wakes up." So he's like, later on, he's like, "Yeah, that was her. She was." <laughs> so I'm like, not only have I I've been sent an image to ID, I'm waking up live to the chase, man. I'm That's it, isn't it? I'm involved. I mean, this is what I call need for speed high stakes. High stakes. <laughs> if, I out, if I had a looked out my window, I might have been able to, to text in, that, you know, that's what it is, you know, 100%. It's, it's a uh, uh, Volvo C30, which returns around your area. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that's quite well known. Do you want to know a funny story about that? Here's a funny story about that, right? So my friend Volvo Alex was, uh, you know, he likes to drive sometimes with the pop pop exhaust tune on. You know, and just generally, he's not going that fast, but, you know, it goes burp, 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 bang, 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 like a machine gun. Anyway, he, he was driving right near my house, which is also right near his mum's house. That's how I met him. You know, he lives nearby. Driving very close to my house recent, uh, well, a few months back. And uh, he had the bang, bang tune on. And he didn't realise, but there was an undercover cop car behind him. So he took off a bit of faster the lights and bang, bang, bang. And so they pulled him over just around the corner here from, from my place. And they just gave him a talking to, look, mate, we know your car sounds, don't drive like a dickhead, you know, rah, rah, rah. Anyway, while he's getting pulled over, his mum rings him because she can see from her window the cop car, (laughs) see his car. So she goes, Alex, someone's just been pulled over near the house. And she goes, you know, I keep telling you that people, I keep telling you that to drive more safely, people do get pulled over in this area. And he's like, yeah, no worries, mum, don't worry. And he didn't tell her it was him. (laughs) So he got, he got away with that. Well, so, yeah, on both counts, he got away with it. There's a red 850R in the, the northern suburbs at Dosis. Ooh, oh, is it the yeah? Yes, yes yeah. I know the car. I know the car. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's quite cool. It's quite big. Speaking of funny car stories, gentlemen, I, I was on the, the, the wonderful internet today. And now I'm a bit of a video game buff, and, uh, and, and, I, and, I, and I like, uh, you know, I, 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 I like a bit of. Uh, like a bit of car racing games now. Forza, Forza Motorsport. Well, sorry, sorry, I should say Forza Horizon Five has just been been released. Anyway, a guy got banned for eight thousand years off off his uh, off his of his of his Forza account. What was he doing? Eight thousand. Eight thousand years. So basically, his unbanned date is twelfth thirty first of the twelfth nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Um, so he's like, your game attack has been banned for this feature. For more information about Xbox terms and conditions, please see blah 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 blah. Anyway, now the reason why he got he got banned <laughs> was because he put a, he put a livery of uh, of uh, a K. Okay, yeah, it's 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 old mate Kim. So it says oh. it's it's got it's got Kim Jong Un <laughs> in the KFC red, um, and it's instead of saying send news, it says send nukes. Um, <laughs> no, no. It's, instead of Pirelli, it's got uh, Pyongyang. Um, so down, down the bottom, so it's uh, he got banned for 8,000 years. So he got perma banned for a livery. I feel that's that's it was, was it this must have not been his first offense. 
See, he probably have done this before, I reckon. Well, possibly, but apparently that that was the. I mean, the internet's always correct, obviously. Uh, but he did that on a, on a BMW Isetta, and he also did it on, you know, a, a Korean car on the uh, Veloster N. Um, so, you know, it's. I mean, to get banned for eight thousand years is pretty rough. I thought. So he's. <laughs> ouch. Yeah. Ouch. But uh, but yeah, I thought I'd thought I'd put that one in. Time there. to make another account, Xbox account, and be on your way. Eh? Do it all again. <laughs> oh, eight thousand. I was getting banned for eight thousand years for something. Like like for yeah. for, for what? I don't know. No one's gonna be playing Forza Motorsport or Horizon Five in in eight thousand. I think time. it's a programming system to make it easier. To, it's a programming way to just make it easier to perma ban somebody if you do it through time. Yeah, fair enough. So have you guys ever been banned off anything uh, before? Like, <laughs> yes, but yeah. I don't. Or oh, it may or may not have been a chat website in Ooh. which cameras are involved. Uh, um, oh, I've seen it on South know. Park. Yeah, <laughs> I was only doing what the other people were doing. So you moved it wasn't the my camera, fault. didn't you, Alan? You, you moved it. No, so I my laptop used to have a webcam that you could twist outwards. Um, it kind of it was movable so it could face you know opposite you and so we had we were having a LAN party so we had multiple laptops so we had my webcam facing somebody else's laptop screen and it was showing something that it probably shouldn't have been showing (laughs) but it was pretty prevalent on the website anyway and we got banned off two different websites through IP addresses well at the at the good friend at Calum and Nathan's house (laughs) (laughs) naughty 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 uh, but that's that's life. It is what it is. You know, sometimes you got a copper van or something. You know, like I say, they're always trying to keep a brown man down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving along. Uh, any other uh, things we had to discuss, or shall we move on to the quiz? We can move on to the quiz. Riz, you got any other updates, or or has anybody guessed what Riz is bringing this this uh, this Sunday? I I know what it is, so I can't say it anymore. Oh, okay. It is, is it Japanese Riz. It is Japanese. It's, it's a Suzuki. We like that. Now, there is, you know, Suzuki is uh, obviously renowned for its Japanese, not so much performance vehicles, mainly in the performance motorbike era. Correct. So it's from the same pattern. This car is of the same pedigree as the Hayabusa. Suzuki's done some good rallying. Yeah, yeah. So, but yes, that's what's happening. Um, I look forward to, depending on my movements, I may meet you guys at the bottom of Arthur's seat, or I may meet you at the very top. Ready for the and game. then and okay. then you know Takumi Fujiwara spec come down the hill. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> uh, all good, all good. Well, Alan, I think it's time for your quiz. Alrighty, alrighty. We're gonna have Maddie keeping score, so he might cheat, but. Oh, get off it. I, I never go. cheat. I'll, I'll watch to make sure he doesn't cheat. Now, because it's my first time doing the quiz and I have to impress, I strongly recommend that you wait until I finish the entire question. And because there is, I think, up to seven bonus questions, Ooh. I strongly Ooh. recommend you answer just the part of the question that needs answering because the bonus question is frequently related to that same question. Okay. So if you answer it before I ask the bonus question, no one gets a point. Jeez, okay. Well, Mr. Mr. New Rule. Mm. All right, all right. Because so everyone enough. has a chance for the bonus question, right? <laughs> okay. And if you say the answer beforehand, before I even ask it, 
That's unfair. I'm trying to keep yep, a fair, fair answer. All right, I run a tight ship. All right, this isn't <laughs> this isn't who wants to be a millionaire or anything. This is just so I'm uh, clear, Alan. I need to wait for the whole question. I recommend it. I recommend it. That's all. <laughs> so you don't have to. I recommend it. All right. Okay. You, you do what you need to do. Number one. What was Scott? The <laughs> oh, no. you, to, you need to answer. Nah, it's a joke. It's a joke. He runs a tight ship. That's too bad. <laughs> what was the first Japanese car that was produced in the United States? Matthew? All right. First Japanese car that was produced in the United States. David was here. Uh, was it the Honda Accord? Yes. Ooh. Bonus question. What year was it produced or first produced? Matt, Matthew? All right, Matt. 83? Wrong. Oh. Ed. Ed? 1981. Ooh, incorrect. See, what is he going to... Ooh, incorrect. And you're like, wrong to me. Like, <laughs> Try and be different, all right? Anyone else want to take some guesses? These guys are close, I'll tell you that. Scott, did you put chime in? Uh, yeah, I'll take a guess. Okay. 1980. Incorrect. <sighs> Boo. Riz. Riz? Well, that's not the answer. 1983. Didn't somebody already say that? I said 83. So you... oh, I said, oh, sorry, 78. <sighs> Riz, I, I think you that... try 82. In Riz, I said they were close. It was 1982. Oh, yeah. So I was hoping you know, it would be the. It's because I'm not in the in the quiz. <laughs> uh, <all right. laughs> okay. So we have uh, question number two. Which subsidiary of General Motors, established in 1985, was discontinued in 2010? Matthew. Major. Saturn. Yes. Oh, nice. So guys, pick up the pace. Guys, I just want to put a score check out there. It's uh, it's me too. You guys zero. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number three. Number three. What is the name of the inventor of cruise control? The name of the actual inventor who invented it. Yes. Oh, jeez. Uh, I believe he was blind, but I don't know his name. Ed. <laughs> remember what I say? <laughs> Answer the question, only the question. Uh, there goes the That's bonus question. That's a point to me. No, it's not. You get nothing. You um, lose. Good day, sir. Jeez. Uh, I would say uh, Matthew. All right, Matt. Donald uh, Cruz. Yes. Um, he was in, he was in, he was in speed um, in, in, in cruise control. It, it wasn't it, 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 it was the second one. Who was the main actor? Jason Patrick says James over there from from uh, from the Tuesday review. Was it Jason Patrick? No. It, it, does everyone else give up? I, I assume this is going to be a hard one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. His name was Ralph Titor. The bonus question was: What was special about him? He was Thank blind. You, and you're not getting that point. I'll Thank give you half you, a point at best. Point five. Right, yeah, because I don't run as far the ship as I you know put forward. <laughs> I'll give you. You're, half you're a pushover. You're an absolute. You pushover. are a massive pushover. You'd be a terrible teacher. <laughs> right, if, you, if you mistakenly answer the question before, you get half a point. Right? Po- he's oh, I'm 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 on a tight ship. If you answer the question beforehand, you're yeah, getting nothing. I don't want you winning the quiz, buddy. <laughs> oh jeez. I call I call okay. shenanigans, but okay. this is bullshit. What the hell? Okay. <laughs> question four. What is Jaguar's first all-electric car model called? Matthew. What would you like to say, Matthew? 
it's the the F pace or not I pace. All right, you said I pace. I'll give it to you. Yes. Bonus question: How much power does it make? Uh, I'll give everyone a go. Nearest to the kilowatt wins, I guess. Okay, and kilowasps. Oh, you can give me horsepowers. I'll give you kilowasps. Uh, I'll say around of about good three hundred. Okay. People. One hundred and ten. It's a Jaguar. You sure you want to say that? Riz. It's an electric Riz. Jaguar. Riz. Two hundred and seventy. Okay. Scotty Doe. Mm, three hundred fifty kilowatts. Okay. The closest was May J with two three hundred. The answer was two ninety four. Oh yes. <laughs> Guys, score check by the way. Uh, just, just <laughs> I just, I just want to reiterate my score right now. Four to me. You guys are on zero. Think I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Maddie was doing it in horsepower, not kilowatts. So. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. Question number five. What car manufacturer offered a cassette player in one of its models up to the 2011 model year? Jeez. Ed. Ed. Toyota. Incorrect. Matthew. All right. I think I know. The, I think I actually know the answer. Is it the Lexus? Uh, SC430. It was actually the Lexus. That was the final one. Ooh. Lexus got close. Which so is Toyota. Yeah. It would have been. <laughs> yeah. I don't, no, no. They're, 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 okay, you'd say run by Toyota, but Lexus is Lexus. All right. Any, and, any other guesses? I'm out. So, Riz? It was the manufacturer, right? So, Maddie's got it, right? It's, it's not It's not Lexus. That There's another manufacturer that offered it later than ah. Lexus. Have, have another go, Riz. Um, I can't imagine anyone being as uh, archaic as Toyota or Lexus. Uh, <laughs> That's what I thought. All the manufacturers to choose from, pick one. Uh, Riz, Volvo. Incorrect. Scotty? Uh, Daihatsu. Incorrect. Can I just, is it Buick? It was Ford. Oh, no way. Oh, <laughs> Bonus question. A- what car was the cassette player offered? It's BA Falcon. Or I'm going to say... It wasn't in this country. Yeah. That helps. I was gonna say, is, is it an American car? Yes. Is it the Crown Vic? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you didn't chime in, but I'll give it to you. All right. Come on, guys, please. <laughs> He's trying everything to make me not win. And I'm dominating, gentlemen. <clears throat> okay. This is very important. To listen to the, you know, thing, what I'm saying. What year was the first entirely Japanese-produced car made? Mm-hmm. Oh. The first entirely Japanese-produced car. And car, specifically. Not bus. Matthew? All right, Matt. Well, when you're hot, you're hot, right? I'm going to take a punt. Uh, <laughs> 21? 1921? Incorrect. Okay. Riz. Riz? 1951. Incorrect. Ed. 1958. Incorrect. Mm, Scott. Scotty. I'm going to go 1945. Incorrect. 1907. Really? Yes. They went that early. Wow. Okay. They had a bus produced in like 1906. Oh, really? Yes, but the engine was from somewhere else. Okay. Okay. Number seven is going to be a what car am I? Oh, okay. What car am I? A rear-engined two-door city car manufactured and marketed 
from 1958 to 1971 by a popular Japanese manufacturer. As the company's first automobile, its production reached 92,000 over the 12-year model run. Did someone chime in there? It was nice coffee. Sorry. Noted for its small overall size, 1,000-pound curb weight, monocoque construction, swing axle rear suspension, fiberglass roof panel, and re-hinged doors, the inexpensive car was designed in response to the Japanese government's light car or key car regulations and its proposal for a larger national car. Both intended to help motorize the post-World War II Japanese population, and it was nicknamed the Ladybug in Japan. Matthew? Or Ed, Ed, did you get in? Did you chime in, Ed? I did, but, you know, whatever. I'm not going to... No, 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 you go first, Ed. I know. You take it, Matt. No, you... All your Ed, own. just take it, damn it. He's already in the lead. I was going to say Toyota Tiara, but I don't think it is that. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Is it a Subaru 360? Yes, it is. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Bonus question. Why was it called the 360? Matthew, 360cc. I'll give it to you. Um, it was the engine to place it. it was 356cc, but they called it 360cc. I'll take it. Come on, guys. You're killing me here. <laughs> okay. Ed, I swear to God. What was BMW's first turbocharged production car? Matthew. BMW 2002 Turbo. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, I didn't even know that. I wouldn't have got that. Bonus question. What year was it launched? 2002s went from the 70s, so even earlier than that, I think. But this was specifically the... Yeah. Uh, Matthew? All right. 74? Incorrect. Come on, guys. Do it. Ed. That's not Ed. 72. Incorrect. 76. Incorrect. Riz? 1975. Incorrect. It's 73. You always got to play the one-year rule. Why do you not play the one-year rule? <laughs> what is, it's you, Ed. You always skipping an extra year. <laughs> okay. No one gets that? All right. How much power did the base Mercedes-Benz SLS AMG 6.2-litre V8 make? This is the base one, not the black, nothing else. Just the base one. You can give me horsepower or kilowatts. Kilowatts. Ed, Ed? Yeah. Well, the nearest one wins. I'll, I'll allow it. Three hundred and ninety kilowatts. You seriously gonna say that? Well, I've got no idea. I'm assuming it's. It's the right. SLS. It was supposed to be like you know one of the flagship cars. Uh, Wait, is it more than that? Are you Matthew, four forty-four to be exact. Four forty-four. Anyone else? You said it was the base. I saw. I went a bit lower. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ed. <laughs> it, in other words, it's more than 400, gentlemen. <laughs> I'll go 450. Okay. Riz? 449. Uh, the f- somehow, Matty J, <laughs> it's, it was 420. I'll take it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Bonus question. Dude, you should be doing the quiz more often, man. Like, I, I, I'm loving this quiz. Bonus this question. Quiz How much power did the base Mercedes-Benz SLS no, sorry, not the base. How much power did the SLS AMG electric drive make? 395 kilowatts. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to go with that, Ed? Oh, I'm why not? I'm doing nothing tonight anyway. All right. Closest one to it wins. I'll just say this. 
the electric one did make more power than the petrol. So there you go. Know. Five kilowatts more. I'm going to go 500 kilowatts. 500? So, yeah, even 500. Riz uh, and Scotty? I'm going to go 550. Okay. 530. Scotty, though, the people's champion. Oh, 500. Finally. <laughs> if Maddie gets the right, here's another one. Scotty, the <laughs> people's champion. <laughs> A thousand new meters of talk, but that was not asked. Okay. Question 10. What year did the Japanese automaker gentleman's agreement begin? Mm, that's a good question. This was once again the agreement to limit their cars to 276 horsepower or 207 kilowatts. 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 Yeah. How many duck powers is that? I don't know. Yeah, I'll we'll have to work that out. Uh, Matthew, 81? Incorrect. Crickets. We've got crickets here, ladies and gentlemen. Um... Trying to think which cars. Uh, I'm going to go, was that 88? Champions go, no. Oh, on, yes. on the money? <laughs> well, nicely done, Scott. Well done. I was just thinking of um, all the cars and all their powers and everything, and I'm yeah. pretty sure it came in around the 32 GDR. So, I, was, yeah. I was thinking, like, I'm like, oh, maybe they brought in earlier, but... Because maybe around the 32 slash, slash you know, um, Mark three Super Brother, they were getting a bit crazy. So I was like, maybe they were just trying to rein it in. But no, that's uh, that makes sense, Squeak. Well, um... Final bonus question worth 10 points. <laughs> 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 just to keep it interesting. <laughs> because it's the final question. It's worth 10 points. What car company and car, so you're going to give me the, the manufacturer and car, first publicly broke the agreement in 2004? Mm-hmm. Gee, that's like a hard, that's a hard one. Um, because because that, that's before thirty five GDR, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't mean it wouldn't mean missing. Nah. Uh, and Toyota, what were they doing at that point? Nothing. So they didn't have anything at that at that point. Actually, no, they might have. Matthew, Toyota, incorrect. Oh, I was going to say Century because they, they had V12s, and they kept going. But anyway, that's that's my guess gone. <clears throat> Anyone else? Because it's also publicly breaking the agreement. Okay. Gentlemen, the Japanese automakers, there's a fine mm. amount. If you get you get half the points for the manufacturer, you know. Um, oh, no. Scott. Scott, Is it Subaru? Incorrect. Ah. I think I know who I, I think I actually know who it is now. And if, yeah. if, if, no, if, if no one gets it, I want to have a guess, but I know I want to get the points. Ed. Ed, it's got to be a Japanese manufacturer, doesn't it? Yes. Okay. So what do we have? Toyota, Subaru, Ed. I'm going to go Nissan. Incorrect. Oh, really? It was in, I thought it was Nissan. I thought it was going to be the 350Z. Well, that's actually pretty good, but they might have lied. Because mm. that, that was out at 03 or 04, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Riz, it's up to you. You get yourself a solid amount of points. Get yourself on the board. Oh, uh, what he said, Nissan, and that's not it. I don't think it's going to be Daihatsu because I know you're going to you're going to put the the, the, the Sirion in there, but the Sirion's got to be in there. Um, hmm. it's not always the expected one. Hmm. You know, um, because the car they broke it with was also. Not really the expected car. You expected to be a supercar. It wasn't a supercar. They named it like a supercar. <laughs> oh, you said a master? 
No, incorrect. It was the Honda Legend with a 3.56. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> that was they publicly broke the agreement with that. What? Oh my god, it's embarrassing. <laughs> that was 10 points <sighs> that could have been you know changing the game. That's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh I'll give you guys a score check just in case score you don't know. Matthew, please, yes. Yeah. Um, Edward a point five, Scotty on two, <laughs> zero, and your boy Matthew is on nine points. I will. I am the champion. The champion. I feel so ashamed <laughs> that it wasn't a more spread out game. I, I felt like I, half a point. I felt like I tried to provide a breadth of questions to different. You know, there was a bit of ancient history, fresh stuff. Um, yeah, there's a bit of Euro in there, a bit of Japanese, a bit of, Japanese, bit of American. Yeah. See, I, mate, I've been brushing up. Being a quiz master makes me makes me understand car things. Someone tells me, me and you just get a question. I think so. <laughs> I think me and him just get the questions from the same place. <laughs> oh, dude. I, I actually, like, if, if I see a car during the week, I, I, you know, I write it down so I can write, write, a, write a question about it. And, and I, I had half my questions written for this week, but then Alan was like, oh, you know, I'll do an, I'll do the quiz. I'm like, oh, easy. Do the quiz for me this week. I'm like, Alan, you should be doing it every week, so I can, I can, I can, I can win, I can win, I can win this bad. I, I have to, I have to get some different questions next time. I don't know what I'm gonna. How know. many exhaust bolts or sorry, exhaust hangers does my Subaru WRX STI have? Uh, yeah, gotta do some like seven. Seven. <laughs> Just nine points to Maddie just uh i did not think it's, it'd a, go this way. it's an annihilation gentlemen yeah. uh it, i, I want to just I, if david was here maybe it'd be different well i, I want to think it would be i think matt still would have blitzed that one i think i, I just want to thank david for not rocking up today i want to thank uh <laughs> i want to thank all you gentlemen for sucking crap <laughs> uh, I, I want to thank J- uh, juicy james <laughs> no james from, from the tuesday review uh, for the moral support, wait, I'll turn the camera around. There he is. Oh, it's the main man. While, while we've got him, can we ask the main man if he's had delivery of his vehicle? Not yet. It's in the country. Can you hear me? Yeah, you can hear It's in the country. Hey, it's here. Oh, awesome. The ship's off. Now we just have to make sure it doesn't fall off the ship Yeah, you know, before it gets here. Lord knows it's happened to a Subaru before. It has. Yeah. Uh, to the 22B of, of all things. We'll have yeah. to get you on it. So, yeah, hopefully I'll have it soon and I can come on and talk about it. Hell yeah. Gentlemen, great show tonight. I mean, it was an gr- awesome quiz, not going to lie. Just, just pretty <laughs> You let me down, boys. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. But next time, give me the answers beforehand. <laughs> and then I'll annihilate him. <laughs> <laughs> like it to our Facebook pages, Car Talk, T-O-R-Q-E, with many J for Mr. Emily, our previous episodes. They're all up on your uh, po- podcasting app. So just, just, just look it up there or wherever you, or where you're listening to it now. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review to us. Get us higher on those rankings. We're doing quite well at, at this point in the Australian podcasting land. So to keep giving us those those big thumbs up and a, and a review, which would be, which be much appreciated. Like, check out our merch on our Teespring store. Go to teespring.com and type in Car Talk Store. You'll find some of our work, uh, stuff there. Again, I sold a, uh, a laser T-shirt, which is recent. So whoever bought that laser T-shirt, please get in contact. I want to I find another fellow SR2 lover. And subscribe to our Patreon. So become a patron to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Car Talk Podcast and support the show there. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Riz. Thank you, Alan, for the amazing quiz that made me win. Thank you, James, uh, for, for the moral support. Sorry. Thank you, David, for not rocking up today, for making the win 100% me. Um, and uh, I will see you guys next time. Take it easy. Bye. Yeah.